All right, welcome back to another episode of Mr. P shares his thoughts. Okay, it's been a minute, as the kids say. I released an episode at the beginning of the semester, so back in January, and then I have been MIA ever since. Um, let's just say that the second semester at school was a whirlwind, right? Uh, I took a vacation, uh, about spring break time. Uh, so I was gone from school. I was before that I was gearing up for this vacation. Then afterwards I was basically catching up with grading and assignments and, and just kind of living, uh, you know, living on the seat of my, uh, red pen, basically trying to get stuff caught up. Uh, after that, I got a chance to actually do something I've never done before uh, at my school, and that was to coach some junior high baseball. Uh, I played baseball in high school, actually all growing up, um, but played in high school um, and, and really enjoyed my situation and, and experience uh, at that. And I really have been itching to get back onto the field in some way, shape or form. Uh, and this was a great opportunity it was a perfect situation for me to do that. So I had I had that going on as well. So that took some that took a lot of time out from uh, any extra time there would have been to record any sort of podcasts. I thought about doing like some season recap podcast, but that's not really what this this channel uh, is all about. But maybe maybe it could be in the future. I don't know. So nonetheless, school is done. Uh, it is summer mode for me. I am home with my kids. This summer, I am the, the the bus driver that takes people to their activities. Um, I cook and clean and do all the things that I didn't really have time to do during the school year. I'm doing that now. And uh, I'm gearing up for my uh, last two official grad classes. So I've been busy reading through the required materials for that. And um, and just, just trying to enjoy summer. So... Uh, with that, I thought I would uh, kind of introduce kind of what's the topic of my episode today, and that is that I was asked to uh, present uh, by my superintendent at our school board meeting about uh, my experience with the James Madison Memorial Fellowship Foundation. Okay, so I think that's what I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that as we get to the intro here and get through the intro, then I'll dive right into the speech that I gave. Uh, last Monday night. So this was a presentation that I gave to the school board for the school that I work at uh, last Monday, June 12th, 2023 at the regular school board meeting. And so uh, I'm just going to reread what I presented on. Uh, I didn't have a chance to actually record this at the school board meeting and nobody took a picture. So this is the best you're going to get. But I think it's worth uh, sharing my experience with the James Madison Fellowship uh, just because it's it's something I'm super proud of. So here we go. So we hear rustling of papers. It's not for effect. I just printed it all out. So thank you, Mr. Heidelberger and to the school board for giving me an opportunity to share my experience with the James Madison Memorial Fellowship Foundation. Feel free to ask questions along the way if you so desire. And of course, podcast listeners, if you want to ask a question, feel free to leave a comment somewhere on this and I'll see it and respond. 
So I want to start out uh, by giving some quick background information on the James Madison Fellowship as well. I got a lot of this information, not only from my experience, but also from the James Madison uh, Fellowship webpage as well. So the James Madison Memorial Fellowship Foundation is an independent agency of the executive branch of the federal government and was created by Congress in 1986 and continues to be funded by Congress and private donations to date. The mission of the fellowship is to uh, improve the teaching of the United States Constitution in U.S. secondary schools throughout the nation. Currently, there have been 1,706 fellowships granted since 1986. The foundation has helped teachers in all 50 states and U.S. territories, including Guam, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. In addition to the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, they've also awarded fellowships and, and helped teachers earn master's degrees in uh, the Mariana Islands and, of course, American Samoa. And I think that's just incredible that this foundation has had that vast of a reach, not only in all 50 states, but also in a lot of the territories that America uh, is a part of as well. Every year, the James Madison Foundation awards at least one secondary teacher from each state with a fellowship. So what does the fellowship do? Well, the best part is, is it provides up to $24,000 towards obtaining a master's degree in American history, political science, or government from an accredited university. As a part of a requirement for the fellowship, uh, each student is to take a six-credit rigorous summer institute with Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. So where does my story begin? Well, I applied for this fellowship in 2018 and was not chosen. Determined to try again in 2019, I applied again. Let me tell you about the application process quickly. The process is lengthy, to say the least. It, besides like the general application and reference letters that you need to uh, compile, each applicant has to write a series of essays discussing their teaching experience and how they currently teach the founding era and the Constitution in their classrooms. There's also a couple other ones that deal with what each student believes is important about the Constitution and why it should continue to be taught in secondary schools nationwide. So back to my application. In 2019, I was given and notified that I was the honorable mention for the state of Minnesota. Rats. Honorable mention. All that work again. Um, I was the runner-up, simply put. In 2020, after having another year of teaching experience under my belt, I said, you know what? Third time's a charm, right? I was the honorable mention. I gotta get it this year. We all know the year that 2020 was. It was, you know, what is this pandemic going to look like? Is it even a pandemic? In March, my FedEx box arrived. And if you're a James Madison fellow, you know how cool it is to get that FedEx box. Inside it, it had my congratulations letter and my James Madison binder, uh, along with my lapel pin, of course. Um but it arrived to my house in the midst of distance learning when I was there trying to teach online uh, with, with my own kids at home at the same time. I opened the box with jubilee and excitement. In fact, I probably cried a little bit and screamed. And my kids looked at me. I know they did. And were like, Dad, what's wrong with you? 
And I turned to look to them and I said, I got it. I got the James Madison Fellowship. I am a fellow. I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure I ran around the house outside screaming and hollering. And people, had they been walking around outside, would have been like, what is wrong with this guy? What is wrong with it? Uh, I'll spare you the details, though. A lot of shit. A lot of tears were shed. Um, uh, but I, I was so pumped, so pumped to get this award finally in 2020. So since being named the 2020 Minnesota James Madison Fellow, I began taking summer classes through Ashland University in Ashland, Ohio. I did it virtually because that's how the program kind of starts out, started out, especially that year. Ashland University has a hybrid master's program in American history and government where half of your 32 credits are online and the rest are in person during the summers. I completed the bulk of my credits during the 2020 to 2022 school years. I did those online. Each course at, course at Ashland University is discussion-based and rooted primarily in primary sources based around each topic of the class. The professors don't lecture, but rather help guide the conversation between the students as we discuss each primary source. This style of learning has been challenging for me as a person who is an introvert and just really learns by absorbing conversation and reading. Uh, having to actually come up with some thoughts and, and talk about how those primary sources, uh, how I understood those primary sources, what well, is really difficult for me. Um, so this style of teaching, I learned a lot on how to do that. Uh, and it's slowly crept into my own teaching style here at, uh, at KMS. I spent two weeks during the summer of 20, uh, 2021 physically in Ohio taking two courses as well. But I'm here to tell you about my big James Madison fellowship trip to D.C. last summer. Okay, the one that every fellow has to take. The one that's life-changing because you are gone for four weeks. <clears throat> so last summer was the big trip to complete my fellowship requirement of attending the JMF Summer Institute in D.C. The Institute was held on the campus of Marymount University, uh, which is still a kind of a holdover from the COVID era. All right. Georgetown just wasn't quite ready yet to allow uh, large groups back on campus. But Marymount University was awesome. Their facilities were top notch. Classrooms are great. The Rixie was uh, an awesome place to stay. Great views of the city. I cannot I cannot say enough about it. Um. The grad credits that we earned came through Georgetown University. There are five professors from various institutions around the country uh, who were charged with our education all through, of course, Georgetown. There were a total of, I believe, somewhere between 81, 75, 81 fellows from all over the United States that attended last year. And that was a number that's higher than most years just because of uh, people not traveling during the COVID eras. COVID season. I had the privilege of meeting some awesome teachers from states like Alaska, Nebraska, Kansas, Pennsylvania, Washington, and Maine. These are some of the some of these teachers I still am in contact with even now today. Uh, it's it's been awesome. We had class roughly about six hours a day. Two large lectures, one in the morning and one in the afternoon after lunch. Uh, and in between all that, we had um, about an hour and a half worth of just kind of small group class time with one of the professors. And we rotated 
professors each week. In addition to kind of the classwork portion of being there, the foundation made sure we got out to see some of the sites in D.C. Of course, we were there to study, but we got to go to the Library of Congress. They took us on a tour of the uh, Capitol building. We took a quick trip to Philadelphia to see the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall. And of course, the Constitution Center were all really cool highlights. One of my favorite excursions that we took was to the Supreme Court. We had a chance to um, to sit in with a 45-minute audience with Supreme Court Justice uh, Amy Coney Barrett and ask her questions. Just about what it's like to be a justice, um, how life has changed for her since becoming a justice, what uh, you know? What does she believe are important things that Supreme Court justices are supposed to do? We couldn't ask any you know questions about cases or anything like that. Um, she wouldn't have been able to answer them anyway. But it was really cool to just hear her thoughts about how important civics education is in our country and how we in this program are doing good work into trying to help educate the. Uh, the the next couple generations of uh, adults in in what what things are in the Constitution and how we can use that to continue to build our democracy in um, bigger and better ways. My experience last summer was no doubt a highlight of my professional career. I've developed many lasting friendships with teachers all over the nation. We have continued to stay in touch and collaborate on ideas with everyone. This overall experience has taught me that it really doesn't matter. If you're from small town Minnesota or the urban schools in Chicago, we all have unique perspectives that are valuable in understanding the importance of teaching the founding era and just how important a document like the Constitution is to our democracy. So some closing thoughts. It's been an honor to represent our school district while being a James Madison fellow. This experience has been a game changer in my teaching career. It's allowed me to become more knowledgeable in the founding era and the Constitution. It's provided me with the ability to accurately and most importantly impartially explain some of our most complex issues that have arisen in recent history. From things like insurrections to Supreme Court decisions to rules of impeachment and how the House of Representatives is supposed to choose their speaker. It's taught me to consistently remember or constantly remember, rather, the line that James Madison wrote that I have displayed in my classroom. Knowledge will forever govern ignorance. have to provide people with knowledge on how things works. Otherwise, we are going to continue to repeat things over and over again in bad ways. Uh, and to continually use another line from his, his writings, reason over passion. So many things in America people are passionate about, which is awesome. But sometimes that passion clouds the reason behind the way things happen the way they do. So I use that those two lines a lot when I talk about tough subjects in classes. So currently I have two classes left with Ashland University, which I'll be leaving for at the end of July, or the beginning of July. Uh, then I'll be using the fall semester to complete my capstone project, which is a series of lesson plans designed for my civics classes. I'm planning on turning those turning in that project in December and graduating in May of 2024. And with that, that's what I have for you. Uh, thank you for your time.
So that's my story. That's the presentation I gave at the school board meeting last Monday night. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to just a little bit of a snippet of what my life is like. Life has been like for the last couple of years uh, and just how the James Madison Fellowship has really impacted my teaching. Uh, it's it's more than just giving you a master's degree. Uh, it's helping change the way I, my, I study, the way I look at government and the way I look at democracy here in America. Um, sometimes you still have to shake your head at things that happen in Washington um, or that come out of the Supreme Court or out of the White House. But ultimately, it's allowed me to be able to slow down, to look at the facts and be able to help explain those facts to uh, teenagers uh, in ways that sometimes even adults don't understand. So uh, that's been uh, another episode of Mr. P shares his thoughts. I look forward to the next one doing hopefully a couple of more here uh, over the summer about little things that I'm reading uh, or things that are coming across the wire that I think are cool to talk about. So if you like this podcast, don't forget to share it, uh, like subscribe, hit all those things you have to do on the Spotify apps. uh, And uh, I'll see you next time when Mr. P shares his thoughts.